This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast on the day after learning about the return of Mike Francesa. And before we get to that, which I think we'll probably get to, I've got to start Al Dukes with a site that I have not seen in this building since we got here in 2010, 12, I think 11? 2009 we got was it to nine? this building. That's Jesus, what Eddie we've been here a long me. time. Okay, so I just had to run to the bathroom after my wins update. Oh. Usually in and out in 30 seconds, wash your hands, you're good to go, come on in here. I walked in, it was like a ball game at a really? stadium. Both urinals were taken, a guy was waiting, and two people were taking a dump. See, that's just the problem now. We got all these uh, in the influx of new people to the office, but our bathroom situation has stayed the same. So I had to wait for a urinal, which I did patiently. Right. And then I went to wash my hands. Okay. At which point all three sinks were taken because two more people walked in and there was someone waiting. Hmm. At which I said, the hell with it. I just washed yeah. my hands a half hour ago and I ran in here so I wouldn't be late to you. Well, I appreciate that. So you didn't wash your hands. Not this time. After peeing. Not this time. Okay. No. Fair enough. Nope, nope. But I don't every time anyway. When you're at home, do you wash your hands? Not every time. Me I'm either. an every other type of person. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's too much too much soap right. and your hands dry out. I also feel like at home, it's just me. If I right. want to touch my penis and then touch the door handle, no harm, no foul. Plus, I'm clean everywhere. Now, you can't poop, wipe yourself, and not wash. No, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Yes, and some people here do that. Oh, yes. Noticeably. There was a guy the other day that... Uh, pooped came out barely ran the water yeah. did not hear the soap dispenser at all and he was like, like don't I'm even good. don't even do the charade just right. walk out yeah just walk out anyway what do you got so i wanted to address one thing with the mike francesa situation okay uh because i was a fighting you know over the this time that mike has uh retired and said that he was going to have a big announcement come april 1st i have been fighting with people on twitter in particular Sports Funhouse, or I forget what he calls himself now, back after this or whatever his okay. Twitter handle is, the guy who okay. always posts Mike stuff. Okay. And my argument to them all along, because when April 1st came, everyone was like, oh my God, April 1st is here. And I said all along to them, I go, where is Mike going to announce he's going? That will be more impressive than where he left. Right. WFAN. Agreed. And no one had an answer for me. So someone was cracking, one of those guys was cracking Evan, and I wrote back to them. I said, no matter where Mike winds up, Evan will have three times his audience. Mm -hmm. So these pinheads yesterday with the reports of Mike coming back saying, would you like to walk this tweet back? 
No, I would not. No. I was still correct. He had nowhere to go that was more impressive than WFAN. Right. So here we are. So I win, not you. (laughs) I was correct. The only place he would go that's impressive is where he came from. So zip it. So you feel great. Yeah, I do, because I had a lot of turds writing me on Twitter (laughs) saying, uh, this tweet didn't age well. No, it it aged perfectly well. It aged exactly the way you thought it was. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. Now, let me ask you this, because yes. I'm confused about the whole April 1st announcement. Yeah. is Was Mike ever quoted as saying that, or were that the Neil Best's, Andrew Marshans, Bob Raceman's of the world? No, Mike had... April 1st no, I saw, the first official day he could announce something. I saw quotes from Mike right after he retired that he already had a place that he couldn't that he could announce after January 1st, but he, he wasn't allowed to until oh, April that true? 1st. Okay. Yeah. So he did not have a a place to go. Got it. Well, good for you. You win. Everybody else sucks. I'm the winner. Winner, winner, chicken. I win it all. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Were you a Cheap Trick fan? We had Robin Zander on. I was not. I was a big Cheap Trick fan. Nope. The Flame I liked. The Flame. That's about it. I will tell you, though, they're a group that had legitimate top 40 hits in the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. Okay. Numerous hits in each decade. Yeah. So this is an interesting one. So Robin Zander, did I share this with you about his wife? Uh, No. Okay. His wife? What the hell? Yeah, this is an interesting one. So I uh, Wikipedia'd Robin Zander before he was coming in, lead singer of Cheap Trick, and it said uh, he's been married for many years to Playboy former Playboy playmate Pamela Stein. I did hear that. So I thought, let me Google her, see what's going on there. Well... Uh, there was a there was a time in my life in the uh, mid '80s where I got Playboy magazines. Well, I had yes. them. You've told us. I this. had them delivered to my home because I would get home before my parents. Right. You're, it so only, wait, I, it was your dad's subscription or it was yours? No, it was mine. How did you pay for it? Um, I had a credit card at the time. Oh, okay. I just gotten a credit card. Got it. <laughs> your or, first purchase. No, you know what? I, no, I swear. No, th- this is what I did. I went and got a money order from the bank. And sent it to Playboy. Wow, how desperate. <laughs> that is desperate. <laughs> so there was only like a one-year period where I had these Playboy magazines, and uh, I would uh, Spank it. use them <laughs> the way they were to be used back then by a young man. <laughs> there were only a handful of women, centerfolds, that I could recall being, quote, my favorites. And she was one? When I Googled her, her centerfold came up on What's Google. What's her name? Pamela Stein. Pamela Stein. S-T-E-I-N. Do Pamela Stein Playboy. And it brought me back, Jerry, to those times. Boy, that's a very 80s photo. Oh, yeah. She was something else. <laughs> and I... Almost told Robin Zander that, but and I wasn't didn't. sure. Know what I didn't want to do? Make him feel old. Because here I am, an old man, telling him, uh, "Oh, your wife? Yes, I recall her being in Playboy when I uh, when I got the uh, subscription." So I didn't say anything. And wrapped your hand around your unit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a drop for Eddie. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't say what yeah. it is. So that I thought was I thought was interesting. It, they've been married a very long time. They have children. 
I, Good for them. I enjoyed his. Do you uh, feel disappointed that you did not land her? Uh, no, I'm very happy, Jerry. I've landed my own. No, I know. I'm, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, I see. And by the way, the drop. I mean, Eddie's playing Boomer talking about spank in the corner. Right. Or spank buildup in the corner. What is he doing? I don't know what that is. I mean, what has happened? It's a lot Do of chaos. Do you feel old when you see pictures from then? Yes. And, okay. I do feel old. Because those photos look old. They look like 1980s. They showed to that point. So MLB.com, was I go there every day for the probable pictures. So they I had, do as well. They had on the um, on their front page yesterday, hey, Chase, 20 or 15 years ago today, Chase Utley hit his first big league home run, and it was a grand slam at the vet. And I clicked on it. Al, I feel like it was the 1960s. The, the way it f- looked. Oh, my God. Compared to now? It's just a screen with a with the baseball players on it. The stadium's empty, but it just it looks grainy and it just looks old. Kind so of like these photos of the centerfolds in the eighties. So when you look back at those old baseball videos, I I think what we think now is that stadiums are empty for the ball games. And in my head, I keep thinking of the stadiums being full for every game. They were not though. Is that? Would you say that's well, true? I, I think if 15 years ago would have brought us to 2000, what, 2003, uh, the Phillies weren't any good. So that doesn't surprise me. The Yankees, if you remember, see, that's probably the the, the thought you have in your mind. You look at Yankee Stadium, when they got, not good, but great, late 90s, stadium was full every night. Well, like, And, of course, I remember when I was in high school, the Mets 86 run. Which is of interesting course, had because to be crowded, right? if you think about it now, the Yankees can do, what, 4 million fans if they sell out most games, right? Because if they have 55,000 times, what do they get, 81 games, that would be free. Yeah, that would be over 4 million fans. And I think they've done three and a half. They might have even done four. And we're like, wow. If you go back to the Mets 86 highlight video, which I have, I mean, at least have, I, don't, I haven't watched it in years, I'm pretty sure they celebrate the fact that they went over 2 million fans. That's Really? It. Yeah. So to your point, we remember it full, but it wasn't. Until probably the playoffs and in big series. Right. And like when I first got into the Mets, figure 81, 82, 83, that dreadful. era, that, there couldn't have been people at this stadium. Not many. I mean, I remember even I was a kid, I just remember the buildup for, you know, Daryl Strawberry being brought up. So if we go to, so see, that would be interesting. So I went to a Met game in, uh, I went to a Mets Cardinals game in 1981. And okay. we sat in the upper, di- upper deck in left field. Right. I don't recall there being. You know, I don't recall anyone sitting next to me. I believe that. Yeah, like, I don't uh, that, think that was crowded. Yeah, that makes sense. If I look at a box score, so if I look at a box score, so I'll go, I'm not going to do opening day, obviously. Do like a, uh, a June day. A June day in like 81. What year are you in there? I'm in 1981. Mets All right. Phillies on a Saturday. Perfect. A nice Saturday. At Shea Stadium. Yes. If I look for attendance, holy God. 14,000. 14,000. Saturday afternoon game. Wow. But that's probably actually people that walk through the gates. Uh, Back I guess. then, they probably did it unfugazi like. Uh, what do you think the home opener did? 28. They played the Cardinals. The home opener did 15,000? They were terrible. That can't though. be In right. 81? That can't be right, Kenny. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Maybe you're missing a zero, Jerry. The home open, no. 150,000. They opened up their first game they played in Chicago at Wrigley Field. Their first home game was Wednesday, April 15th against the Cardinals. Damn. Oh, here's the attendance. Right. Hot damn. 
How about this one? Mm-hmm. So we, this is awesome. I bet you didn't think, I bet you people that downloaded this podcast did not know we would be reading Mets Dude, attendance this, from 1981. This is funny. All this, right. <laughs> April 28th, Mets Pirates. I'm going to give you the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday <laughs> attendance figures. Take a guess. I'll go 8,000 since you're laughing 19,000. For all three. Oh, combined. <laughs> they did 6,900 for the first game. Wow. 7,100 for the second game. And you ready for this? The third game did 5,000 fans. But I think back then they did let you, if you slipped the usher a couple of bucks, you could sit down below. So it looked better. Yeah, it looked better on Dude, TV. Dude, this is brutal. Giants, Mets, and San Francisco in May, 4,000 fans. See, and we think, I think... That uh, that's only a problem now, but it's been a problem for a long time in baseball. This is amazing when you Isn't look at these amazing, numbers. Isn't it amazing, Jerry? They're much better in the summer, just for the record. All right. They, they, the Mets school. did much better in the summer. They did 20, 30, 25. The April-May numbers are hideous, and so are the September numbers. All right. Wow. Oh, that's there funny. you go. How about a doubleheader? I might have gone to this doubleheader. A straight doubleheader with the Phillies did 4,000 fans. <laughs> That's tough. You no think? lines, though. What's that? I said no lines, though, when you no want to pretzel. How about this time of game? Two hours, 14 minutes. That's what I, that I would love to get yeah, back to wild. that. Jerry, let me give you this story from Amazon. You're a big Amazon guy, yeah? I do like Are Amazon. you a Prime member? I am. Well, because for, of you, you son of a bitch. Well, for Prime members, uh, Amazon launched uh, a new service in 37 cities. As a Prime member you can have your packages delivered to your car trunk. I saw this. How? Now they use, uh, so it works on all GM vehicles with an active OnStar account and Volvos with OnCall from the model year 2015 and up. This is what I mean. This is too much. You have to download an Amazon Key app and you need to be parked somewhere publicly accessible. You know, on the street, a driveway, a parking lot. And uh, somewhere near where your delivery address is. The app allows you to track when they open your trunk using the OnStar and deliver your package. Now, things that can be delivered. Anything that weighs less than 50 pounds or isn't bigger than 26 by 21 inches. So at first I thought, well, who the hell would do this? Just have it delivered to your house. Porch Pirates. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't like it though. I don't like the fact that there's access to your to your trunk. To, 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 between first of all, between giving them access to your the trunk of your car, yeah, to having drones drop packages off. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? I mean, really, it's getting silly. I think personally. You know what I did yesterday, Jerry? I I I purchased a um, a webcam. Okay. You gonna start uh, sexual videos? No, no. This Your own was, business? Nope. More like for sexy sec- time with. We got Sunday mornings with Al. I do. Coming next, sexy time with Al. Sexy Saturdays with Al, where I get a robe on and I go in front of a camera and dance. <laughs> you unrobe yourself. I unrobe. No, <laughs> I got a camera. Now I live in an apartment building now. Yeah. Where they have access to your? It's an apartment. Sure. So I got a video camera that I aim at my front door. Good for you. Internally. No, it's funny. I want to do that. My, Kim, my wife doesn't want... I yeah, just, women are very against cameras. But I'm not putting it in the bathroom. I want it downstairs by the entrances. Right. 
I don't understand what the problem is. And this one works great, Jerry. So the camera goes on your Wi-Fi. Right. And anytime anything walks in front of the camera, it sends you an alert. Oh, that's cool. You better hope nothing, no alerts. You got no pets. Great point. Imagine if your robot vacuum starts just doing its job in the middle of the day and it's you have no a, idea. It's having a party right. in there. Toy Story's real. And supposedly, so what happens is, I hope this works properly, uh, when I walk get in, when I walk in the door, as soon as my phone connects to the same Wi-Fi that the camera's on, it shuts right. off. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I think you're smart for doing that. But you're right. I, I don't want to, I better not go off. I don't know what's going on there. What if what if people are having a party in my place and I'm gone? You really don't want to know. Or rubbing their genitals on my couch. Do you imagine if you see one day, you, you have a couple of uh, hotties downstairs in your building. Could you imagine if your phone goes off once and one of them takes her boyfriend in your apartment? Right. That I don't need. <laughs> that I would be, be so Alvo. Only oh. you would that happen to. Oof, disgusting. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. I don't need that, Jerry. You don't need that, no. And an unfortunate typographical error at a supermarket in the egregious no that was very unfortunate though as well (laughs) this was in a supermarket in the uk on a package of sausage sausage now was supposed to be angus beef sausage oh no they forgot the g of course of all the letters to forget why would you and it's advertised as anus beef sausage hey let's eat ass no one's eating it (laughs) No one was purchasing it. I would think not. Angus sausage, that sounds terrific. That's top quality meat. Anus sausage, pass. My son, my eight-year-old, who I think is going to come in to work with me tomorrow. Is that right? It's National Bring Your Kid to Work Day. Are you seeing all these emails? Did you register your child? No. Oh, you've got to register, We leave at 1130. I'm sorry. He's not doing any games or pizza or nothing like that. Oh, is that what they're doing? They're doing yeah. a, a game. But that's for spot. kids that are here from ten to six, I think. Oh, okay. We leave early. Take and your kids he's to come work before, bed. so I'm I'm I'll send Mark an email. But I might bring a random kid here tomorrow. Do that. But how about his school gave him the gave the kids the option to stay home and go to work with you or come to school? Do they have to prove that they went to work with you? I don't know about other schools. Ours doesn't. They have the option to go to work with their parents or they want your word that you're doing that. Right. So I think I'm going to bring my son in tomorrow for this national go-to-work. Both of your sons or one no, son? No, my 13-year-old is uh, long past that. He's not, didn't no find interest. that interesting anymore. Zero interest. Absolutely not. <laughs> like legitimately zero. Zero. <laughs> if I gave him the option of maybe sitting in a hospital waiting room or coming to work with me, then he might come to work with me. What if you said, you can come to work with me and have a great time or stay home and shovel the driveway of snow? Then he would come to work. He would? Yes. So he does not like shoveling? No. But given the choice, he's not interested. He doesn't want to wake up at 2.30 in the morning. Right. Most people not interested. He's not going to bed till midnight. Right. So he doesn't want to get up at 2.30 right. and come in. So, But my little guy wants to get up and come okay, in. Okay, so. well, we look forward to having him tomorrow. Yes, he will be quiet. The warm Your ch- children are always very quiet. Your kids and Dove's kids, that is parenting. What you and <laughs> what you and Dove do, parenting wise, terrific. There I would, you go. Well, thank you. That's very I would nice have you raise say. my child if I had one. <laughs> right, that's the step one. <laughs> I gotta go. All right, Jerry. Warm up next. Yep. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. 
Use it on your roof already. Hey, what do you say? It's a Wednesday morning. This portion sponsored by Boston Market. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, Mike's on the back page of the newspaper today. Uh, yes, like the whole back page. Yeah, not That's the Mets off. or the Yankees. That is true. Uh, WFAN right there on the back page of the newspapers. I was watching the Yankee game last night, Jerry, and another... With, with or without sound? Um, I did have the sound on. Well, you did. Look I at did. You. Had the sound on. Um, you know, another easy win for the Yankees. It's unbelievable. I think. If they're going to beat up Barrios last night, the Twins should just go home. Yes. And just give up the other two games and save the money on the hotel fees. Do not show up tonight. Uh, but I did see uh, during the Yankee game, and it was pointed out on the broadcast, uh, you know, the banner behind home plate, the Yankees have a giveaway coming up. Which is one that I thought me and you have discussed before. I did not think they did anymore. Bat day. Yeah, I thought that was kind of over. They do still do bat day, but they, I believe bat day is one of those giveaways that you get on the way out the door. Oh, okay, got it. They do not want uh, 40,000 people in a stadium with bats. Well, I think it's for kids. I don't think they're giving out 40,000 of them, but you're right. Really? There's still probably fifteen or 18,000 of them. I went to bat day at uh, the old Shea Stadium in the 80s uh, with my parents. And uh, I don't know how he ended up on a train, but there were full-size blue bats. And uh, I looked around. I was like, everyone on the subway has a bat. I hit you right in the head. Not great. No, not great. True. But but the point of the story is yeah. not that the Yankees are giving away bats. It's the way that they well, advertised it. Well, it's Didi Gregorius Bat Day, so I guess it has his signature on it. But uh, they, they spelled Gregorius Gregius. <laughs> Whoops. Didi Gregius Bat day. Like, how does that happen? I don't know. The Yankees don't make many mistakes. How many layers did that go through to where no one noticed that it said D.D. Gregious? Just call it D.D. Bat Day. That's what I, I would have done. You're right about that. There, how many D.D.'s are there in baseball? Zero. There's like two Wilmers. There's one There's one D.D. One D.D. Yeah. And D.D. had a home run last night. Shocking. D.D. Gregious. <laughs> Crushed it's so it. Stupid. And the best part is it was just glaring. It was, yeah. was kind of like, did you notice the priest behind home plate in the Met game? I did not. It was something like, I, I just, the more you, and if he wasn't a priest and he had an outfit on that he looked like a priest, I'm thinking, how do you get those seats? That's pretty good. It was like the DD thing. It was just like glaring at you. They also pointed out there's another guy who sits behind um, uh, Yankee Stadium. He, his, he sits in the area where when they're showing not the batter head on, but the batter from the side, right. there's a guy in a neon shirt that has different That's, logos we on. We did this yesterday. Oh, we did. Oh, that's that guy. That's that guy. He wears right. the judge's ha- the hair. Judge's hair. And then he was the one that had the Brian Dozier streak ends tonight, which it did end last night, ironically enough, a day after he displayed the shirt. He had like a Glaber Day weekend. <laughs> yes. He you know, Fun fella. He does seem to be talking to himself. During... I want to know how he pays for those tickets. Yeah. Well, sometimes these eccentric people are very rich, Jerry. I don't know how. I, I guess, but he looks like he's me or you. Like, he doesn't look like... I mean, the guy's wearing a wig. Yeah, only when uh, Judge bats. He takes the wig no, off. No, but he still goes there. He's got the wig, and he's okay. got the neon yellow shirt, and he's making a different shirt every day. He has a lot of shirts. You know those tickets cost? Very pricey seats. What would you say? The, those tickets in the first few rows... $300. No, they're more than that. Oh. I would say they're probably $1,500 a game. To go to a rando one yeah. game? At Yankee Stadium, the first Yanks. three rows behind home plate? Really? I'll bet you they're 1500 bucks a game. All right. Now I have to check yeah. while you do the You Google story. that. This is my favorite story of the day, Jerry. And um, I fear that uh, because we do a lot of local sports, we wouldn't get to it on the 
real show. Right. So I bring it to you here on the warm-up show. So yesterday we talked about uh, the NFL draft coming up and how the Buccaneers are going to have a parrot deliver uh, their fourth-round pick, I believe. I did see this. Uh, so it was a lot of like, oh, it's going to be great. The parrot's going to name the pick. The their third-round pick, uh, Jeff Garcia, the, the quarterback coaching guru and former guru and former NFL quarterback who spent time with the Buccaneers. Right. He's going to make the third pick. Which, Hi, Shawnee. Which he, <laughs> which he tweeted out nicely. This started off as a very nice uh, tweet. And I take it back, $900 for those seats. 900 bucks. Go ahead, sorry. So Jeff Garcia tweets out, Thank you for the honor of representing the Buccaneers and announcing their third round pick at the draft. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> nice, uh, easy tweet. Jeff Garcia, excited, whatever. So a reporter points out to him, hey, Jeff, uh, the Bucks don't have a third-round pick. They traded it for that JPP Giants deal. To which that must have annoyed Jeff Garcia because then he tweeted, whatever the pick is, I'll be announcing one. Don't turn this into some clown show, dude. <laughs> I could care less about who they pick, nor <laughs> nor do I pay attention as to what picks they have or don't have. I have a life. <laughs> so then why even be involved in it? To which he then had to tweet another tweet. My bad, Bucks fans. <laughs> Hi, Johnny. Loved my time in Tampa. Wouldn't have said it if it wasn't an honor. He just got caught up in a moment, Jerry, and was yeah. so annoyed. Again, this social media is because just I'm sure the worst. that it wasn't just the reporter down in Tampa who right. said, "Oh, by the way, I'm sure it was every fan." Like you idiot! Of course, they don't have a third round. Do you pick. know how many people are expected in Dallas for the draft on Thursday night? I did see two hundred and seventy thousand people. And doing what? I don't know. I I covered one draft in two thousand five. I think I actually did a show from Radio City. On draft day, um, which was fine. Aaron, I had Aaron Rodgers come sit down and really? interview with him. Yeah, I had Aaron Rodgers and I had Alex Smith. I mean, it was it was fun, but God, was it boring? I mean, it was just you know, guy makes a pick, and then you wait and you wait, and then you look back. Now they have some entertainment, I suppose. And at AT and T Stadium, I guess Philadelphia is the same. I'm sure they probably have a band, and it's a lot more than what Radio City was. So I guess it's more of an event now. But my God, is it boring. If you like it out there, God bless you. Keep going. Support the NFL. It's great. I don't get it. I, I just don't. People love to be at a place that they think is cool. And the draft is exactly that. I'm not arguing with that. But it's a long night of what? It is a long night. Here's what I like. Waking up and just reading who the team picked. Yeah, see, like in, in previous years, I would tune back. Like, I'd watch the Met game or Yankee game. Then I'd tune back and say, okay, let me see. Let me look at that scroll underneath. Yes. But this year, different because the Jets and Giants have uh, high draft Yeah, all picks. right. But here's the right. And it's over quickly. Right. Within the first, what, hour? Hour and a half? Because okay. it's not 30 minutes between picks anymore. So I would say, what, an hour, hour, 20 minutes, you'll have the Jets and Giants picks at least. Right. And then then it's really, done. you guys should leave and just go to the hotel. I'll probably just take off. Oh, one, one amendment to the prices. Yes. So the Twins are not exactly what they call premium pricing. Right. <laughs> They're 900 for a Red Sox game at the stadium, those tickets are thirteen twenty five. Oh, so you almost nailed the price. Almost, I was a little, I overshot it a little bit. All right. So, so do we have it. to break, or do I have time for one more story? Uh, let's take a break All and righty. let's come back with one more story, and then we'll have, have Boomer. Two and, well, you have two stories. 
Well, uh, how about this? The tease, Jerry. I have two <laughs> stories involving animals. Dede Gregius. Dede Gregius. That is not the animal. This portion is sponsored by Boston Market. Come into Boston Market any Wednesday or Sunday after 5 and get a rotisserie prime rib meal with two sides and cornbread. Boston Market dinner is always ready, and so are Boomer and Geo, who are next on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. Hey, welcome back. Uh, the Yankees did win. Shocker as they beat up on the Twins again. And the Mets did win in St. Louis if you're just waking up. Jay Bruce with the big home run that the Cardinals for some reason challenged, but whatever. And you want to said a monster home run. And yeah, Matt Harvey worked out of the bullpen. What do you got, Al Duke? They challenged his uh, that he didn't touch first base. <laughs> Which the still shots <laughs> have his foot squarely on the yeah. base. Jay so Bruce stupid. said, I've hit however many home runs. I touch every base. Right, that's a detail every that he time. doesn't oversee or overlook. Yes. Jerry, yesterday a video and still photography emerged of a goose attacking a high school golfer. Now, I have had nightmares about this. Yes. Because I have had a golf ball be in the middle of a bunch of geese. Yeah. And you sit there and say, well, do you go get it? Do you leave it? Because these things are nasty, filthy animals. Do they think it's one of their eggs and you're taking their I don't egg? know, but they will literally fly at you and attack you. Yeah. So it's possible, but I do know that I have yelled and clapped, and they fly away, hit the ball, and then it's over. Golf is very dangerous. You have, it can be. You have geese uh, on these courses that will attack you. In uh, Florida, there yep. are alligators yes. which will attack you. In Arizona, there are rattlesnakes. That will kill you. Uh, that will murder you right, as The well. alligators can eat you. You've got to be very I, careful. I was in South Carolina with my brother and my dad once, and there was a, I mean, a 12-foot monster alligator just sitting in the cart path on a par three with water between us and the hole. And we're sitting like, what do we do? We hit the balls, and we start driving. Whoa, we stop. And the guy, the ranger, comes in. He goes, oh, that's Sam. Don't worry. He's not going to bother you. I'm like, excuse me? He goes, oh, he's been here for 30 years. He's never eaten anybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's comforting. Well, I'd like not to be the first. It's like a dinosaur on the golf course. Yes, very <laughs> and, much so. And then uh, many alert Twitter uh, followers, Jerry, sent me video uh, of a New York City subway where a pit bull attacked a woman <laughs> on the subway. Come on. How does a pit bull even get down there? I don't know. Was it, was it a stray? No. The, it had an owner. Uh, who could not control it. This is like, by the way, when you guys send Al this, just a little <laughs> word of advice. You're feeding the beast. Yeah. Because he hates these animals. I and appreciate And this does it. not help. Yeah. Imagine being, that, first of all, being down in the subway with humans. Trouble. <laughs> right, now you had a pit bull. Now you had a pit bull. Get a wild goose down there, an Some alligator, rats, rats running uh, around. Now you want a dog. Yes, I Have love you dogs. The, the best part about Al wanting a dog is he only wants to partly own the dog. He right. only wants to visit the dog. He right. would like his girlfriend to take care of the dog all week. During the week, I will take care of the dog on the weekends, Will you Jerry? get up at 3 a.m. to walk the dog Certainly. every Certainly. Oh, really? Although I, that's the thing I fear. You, you do have to uh, get up and walk. Like, dogs, they have no idea what time of day it is, and they want to go to the bathroom when they want to go. You know yes, what I'm saying, and that's Jerry? your responsibility. And that would be my responsibility. Listen up to five owner. times a day to win tickets to our big NFL draft show. 